0: Right there where you are, just uh, magnify his name, bless his name, glorify his name. Glorify his name. Glorify his name. Adore his name, extol him. Bless his name. Right there where you're sitting, where you're standing, glorify him. You can sing in the spirit, you can sing in tongues. Thank you, Jesus. Be you. We thank you, we thank you, We give you all the glory. Just keep it simple, okay? Let's keep it, you know, simple. Hallelujah. You overcame. Let's just echo this song again. Oh, Savior. Else. Just sing this song. the last time, His name is Savior, is Savior. sense that missed, Thank you for lives that you're touching already. I sense so strong in my spirit that the power of God is touching lives already. I see God, I see the spirit of God channeling the power of God to areas, to corners in our lives that needed some answers, that needed healing. I see the power of God doing that already. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Lord, we yield ourselves to your word this day, to your spirit. We ask, Lord, that you lead us, that you open our hearts and eyes of understanding, flooded with the light of your word. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's celebrate Jesus. You can have your seat celebrate the choir. And you can have your seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Okay. Alright. Uh Sometimes we should learn to keep it a little, not too loud. Amen. It helps the worship flow better. Amen. It does it's good. Sometimes just keep it a little simple. Amen. Praise God. How many of you are glad to be in church this morning? See, you know, I just want to say this straight. And point blank, without too much exegesis or too much cajoling, straight to the point, amen. That if you believe the gospel, if you believe Jesus died for you, amen, okay. If you believe that Jesus died for you, straight to the point, you cannot go to hell. So let's start that like that. Okay? Let's just keep it like that. Let's begin like that. Amen. If you believe in your heart that Jesus died for you. You see, you know that time when you tell, when we say Jesus died for you and you will not go to hell, that you receive eternal life, and you are now saying, what if, what if, what if, what if, with the ifs, you will not go to hell. Amen. You know, because you just looking at even in the midst of the worship, you know, just meditating on the word and meditating on how great the sacrifice that Jesus has done, and you can't help it but just conclude again that my life is secured. Amen. You can't help it but conclude again. That your life is secured. Your life is with in Christ with God. Amen. I repeat again, because that is the good news. I repeat this again, that if you have believed the gospel, if you have believed the gospel, you can never go to hell. Now, Now, that is the, that is one of the, even in the bigness, if there's anything like that, in the enormity of the gospel okay in how big the gospel is that you will not go to hell okay is the smallest part you get you already got where i was going to like okay that you will not go to you know and that is what many take at the biggest deal ever but is even the smallest thing ever that you will not go to hell, and that's why I'm even starting with that before I even go to the message. Okay, you know what? Easter reminds us of this. Easter reminds us of this. Somebody say, Okay, what if uh, you know I was talking to somebody recently and we're gonna go to the word message again. I just want to say this to you again. If you believe Jesus died for your sins, in your heart of heart, you believe Jesus died for your sins, you will never go to hell. Now, this is it, this is it, this is it. i repeat this again for you, and I want this, I just, I know some of us may not, we may not be able to reconcile this, and some of us may have a little resentment with what I just said. But I, I pray that you will be able to absorb and just see Jesus, okay, and not see yourself, okay? Because when you see Jesus and not yourself, you will see clearly you see clearly, though we are going to jump in the message. We'll see the message again. But I just felt, let us begin, okay, let's just start by saying it straight to the point. And I hope you will not run out of the church before the service ends. So that, you know, so that you will not get half of the message and you know run out and you not get the many part of it. Okay. You know, just imagine somebody ran out of Jesus' meeting when he said, Eat my flesh and drink my blood. <laughs> you know what the person is going to be saying outside? Jesus' disciples are vampires. Yes. Okay, that's what he's going to be saying. Then I went to the meeting. I said, he said, eat my friend. Really? Yes, really. You know, but if you had stayed to the end, you would have understood Jesus was saying that the word I speak unto you, I spirit and life. You know, he explained some things better. Even after I finish explanation, even still, okay? Still, still, amen. You know, coming to Jesus' meeting, you know, for example, you are there. You know, I was talking to somebody recently and the person said, no, I think, you know, the only way um, for me You know uh, so make heaven that's the word okay I want to make heaven amen I think we said it see amen we I I know and see I'm gonna repeat again see okay everybody even though even though I know it's not the right statement to say but I followed that thought for example the thought of making heaven amen You know, for example, we say, "How many of you want to make heaven?" I want to make heaven. Why do you want to make heaven? Amen. That I say, ha ha ha. What is Pastor saying? Let me because that's I want. Okay, all right. Um, uh. Where are you from, Ashisha? You're Kerala, yeah. You're from India, all right. Do you try to make India? Mm. I don't want I mean, to. Do I, mean, I mean, I'm a Nigerian. I don't try to make Nigeria. Even I told us, and I'll repeat it again so that you sing deep. Even if I lose my passport, you know, all those ones that come online, they say, well, you know, I call my passport. If you lose your passport, just say, I'm a Nigerian. They say, we, we, you are a citizen. Are you going to try to say, yeah? You are a citizen. You don't try to make your country. You don't, you don't make your country. Is when you are going to you are going to write qualification exam to enter university. That's when you are trying to make it. You don't make where you're from. Okay. I okay. That's just by the way. So even is there making everyone or not making everyone or something? Is I know I understand. You know. Uh Okay, sometimes I try to follow the thought even when I talk to people. So I was talking to this person, and, he said, and I said, um, he said, okay, I think if I can live like Jesus, I will make, he said, I will make everyone. I said, hmm, that is interesting. So, all right. So um, you want to live like Jesus. Well, I know the person who, you know, uh, we're talking together, so I know, you know. And I, and I said, You've got to heal the sick. Have you healed any sick? He said, no. So if Jesus, you are not living like Jesus. So, yeah, have you raised the dead? He said, no, no, no. Yeah, okay, you are not living like Jesus. So, uh, have you turned water to wine? Amen. Yeah. Now, now, look at, look at everybody. Look at everybody. Don't, don't run out on me. I'm not even saying, because I know what the person is saying. Okay, I know what the person meant when he says it. What he's saying is that if you can live like Moses, but he just put Jesus, you can't remember no, you know. but he just put Jesus in the equation. Yeah okay so in putting Jesus in question, he just thought so and I said okay yeah you have to live like Jesus indeed so read reading Jesus from Matthew to Matthew Mark Luke John the Jesus you saw there the real Jesus that's what I'm saying I, and I told the brother and I told him see indeed if Jesus amen are we together we are still good there, so we're gonna so try not to you know if Jesus had come in our generation if Jesus was in this generation none I can assure you many of us seated here will not be in his meeting I, just just imagine i'm saying imagine you entered someone's meeting i mean jesus pastor pastor bishop of the house the general of here, general superintendent superintendent there here yeah. you know what i mean yeah you entered his meeting, and as you entering his meeting, you saw everybody, you know, opening Bible scriptures. You know, they were all discussing about you know what happened, you know, what how Elijah did this, how Elijah caught fire from heaven, and suddenly one prostitute from nowhere just came in and just took a perfume and poured it on his face, and another one just began to rub his legs. No, this is this is not figurative. This is, not, like, this is not what happened in the spirit. Like, oh, in the spirit. This is, fi- this is real. So he came. I'm talking to you. You, you, you. Will you stay in the meeting? So you will not know if you really, really. Ah, I, th- I mean, I think there's something about Jesus that I need to be checking. I need to check again. You see, and he came. And while he was there, the guy. The, um, no, 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 no. One guy said, you don't pour this alabaster. Don't pour this thing. And we should have saw this. Jesus was enjoying the fellowship. He said, Ah! Stop it! Now, okay, you know, know, look at everybody. See, as I'm saying this, I said, Ah, Pastor, were you there? If you read the Greek text, that's what it was. Jesus warned the guy, No, you don't do this. You don't do this. Just imagine that, okay, you were part of Jesus' days. Imagine you were part of Jesus' days in the religious mindset. Imagine you. And now, in the scripture that you guys carried. It is recorded that you must stone somebody that committed adultery. You have to stone the person to death. And now, an adulterous woman ran to Jesus and Jesus rather, he said, no, 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 woman, uh, is that is, is, is without sin. Cast the first stone and everybody dropped their stone and Jesus says, woman, nobody accuses you, neither do I, so go and see no more. Now, Jesus let the woman go. Meanwhile, Jesus is qualified to throw the stone. Yes, because he that's without sin, you cast stone. Who is without sin there? Just imagine that Jesus now takes, hey, you today. <laughs> Isn't he? Now, if you were in Jesus' if you were around that time, say, oh. he just he encourages adultery. That's why that's Jesus. He encourages sin. Because the nomads were supposed to stone people that have committed adultery, so they die. So we don't encourage sin in our meeting. But look at that, Jesus! Don't go to his don't go to his meeting. He encourages sin. I I can assure you, if you with the religious mind you carry, that's what you will do. You look, you think about yourself. What would you have done in Jesus' time? You you know, someone. That's what I'm saying. In the context of it, it is Moses you worship, not Jesus. But you think it's Jesus. In the context of it, it's just that you know. We just the way we are. See, I'm telling. you, Jesus. Somebody turn water to wine, wine, wine. You know, and that's what I'm saying. You know, the, the, the issue is this. You know, because of our religious, we're still going to go somewhere. We're going to help ourselves here I you know, do something here. So in the context of it all, we just thought, okay, it could have been maybe a particular special wine. a Holy Ghost wine and all those things. Amen. Ah, Pastor, you're just speaking many things. Amen. Are we together here? He turned water to wine. He did. He turned water to wine. Flocked people out of the temple. <laughs> he argued with the religious people in his days. Okay? Jesus, see, this is it, but in but in the cross, in the cruise of it all, okay, there is something about Jesus that is quite unique, okay? And that is he has the ability to. Change anybody's story. Changes your status. So, for example, you, be, you see people who are, for example, daughters or daughters, or people who, are, who have certain history, when they come in contact with Jesus, they become devoted to his cause. Haven't you noticed that? Look at Peter, for example. Even Peter. You know, yesterday I was talking about Peter. Peter being, you know, um, um, all tempered and all those things. But, but if you look at it all, even in his growth process, you see, Peter was, he was a very good leader. In fact, I can assure you, I think he's one of the best prolific leaders in the New Testament. That's why sometimes I don't argue some things, okay? Especially from certain circles when they said this and this, you know, Peter. Honestly, Peter is very... Look, at Peter commissioned Barnabas, commissioned um, Paul, commissioned them, and even himself, he wrote only two books. And one of the people he commissioned wrote plenty books, Paul. I even even took his book, even, you know, even reckoned that our brother Paul in his writing. So, for example, he looked at, he recognizes the grace of God on Paul, and he did not frustrate it. He said, our brother Paul in his letter. Okay, he said that. So, you see that it's someone who, Encourages people to grow under him, all right? It's not that kind of person. So, you know, I'm saying this that you see in the in the midst of it all, when you come in contact with Jesus, no matter what your story is, you become a changed person. Now, it may not be as you know very drastic, and that's the that's the issue I have with people. For example, I was talking to this person, and I said, "Okay, so I mean, I, I still that's why that's why." It's still, we're still going to go to the message you know, proper, okay, because this is part of the message. It's still um, a little bit, I'm trying to understand many things. Especially how many people think. For example, someone who had been bad all his life, all our life, now encountered Jesus. Of course we know this. That when you encounter Jesus, you will change, isn't it? See, let me say this to you so that I help you a little bit. When you encounter Jesus, you will not be trying to change you. the power of God. See, when you encounter Jesus, the power in Jesus will be making you to be changing. Are you going to try and say, yeah, you, you, is that power that will be changing you? It's not you you are trying to, for, you know, I was trying to say this, you know, just to help us to buttress many things. The woman with the issue of blood, by default in the Old Testament, she is a sinner alright, by, by, you know, physiologically, she's a sinner. I think you know that, yeah? That women are at least, even at least three or five days in a month, they are sinners by default. You know that? Even if you're a good girl, all your day, all the month, through the month, but for five days, at least, that cycle period, okay, in the law, Leviticus 15, we read down to 17, it is a sin for that, that period. Okay, it's a sin. Whatever she sits on is, is declared unclean. Look at how ridiculous that is. Okay, now, and even if you shake somebody, that person is also unclean. So if she sits somewhere and she leaves the place she has sat, and someone comes there and sits there, that that person is unclean. You see how ridiculous that was. And now, so in other words, anything that person touches, what, oh, is unclean. But this same woman with the issue of blood. Came and touched Jesus. So who was supposed to be unclean? Yeah. So rather the, the power in Jesus went over and cleaner. So this is this is what we are trying to say. You know, sometimes some of us have not graduated to see indeed what the life in Christ is all about. It's a, you know, it's a, uh, no? It is see the, it is you. You the power. You is not. You know it is you changing things. It's not things changing you. In Christ Jesus. Okay, we are going to explain that better. So, but, 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 but just to start this, we're starting this straight to the point, point blank, that when you have received Jesus, okay, it is said that you have eternal life, rather. You have eternal life. Amen. So, in the past few days, we have been looking at some wonderful stuff in the scriptures. And one of the things that we looked at is the fact that on the cross... On the cross of Calvary, on the cross of Calvary, Jesus Christ died. But in his death, we reckon that we died with him. Amen. We reckon the word reckoning means you think it, you think it that you are. So, for example, how many, have di- how many of you have died before now? Yes, I have died before. Okay, so that's it. You have to know this that I have, see, this, so you know, that you are a dead man. If the man says something, he said, I carry about my body the mark of the Lord. That is the mark of his death. So you have to reckon with it. It is the beginning of your Christian race. If there's anything like that, yeah, it is there is. Amen. Yeah, because we're we running, we're doing this race. To obtain a reward. But I want you to catch this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Um, Ephesians. Amen. I told that brother. And he said, okay, I told the person. He said, said, he's holy. So I said, so uh, um, I I asked the person, are you holy now? And the person said, "Mm, no, sir. So you will go to hell. If Jesus come today. You go to hell. He said, mm, gee, maybe yes. So when he said that, and I said, okay, okay, we're just, I said, okay, so how do you intend to preach to people when you're not sure? When you're confused? How do you intend to bring people into your uncertainty? Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? I mean, you, if you are a doctor, yeah, you recommend the drug because you know that, yeah, on the scale of 100, this drug is about 80% ex- effective. But in fact, they even call it that dose and effective dose and all those things. They have all those things. So you know, you are not just recommending something that you're not certain of. Well, how could you preach when you're not certain? So in my mind immediately, I just thought, okay, this person needed deliverance. So, what I did, when I mean deliverance, I'm talking about, does not necessarily mean the spirit living. What I, so, immediately, I knew we need to communicate the truth for the person. So, and I knew it would be very difficult to communicate that truth. Are you following me, everybody? Because of the way the person, the religious mindset at that point. So, I said to him, I haven't opened the scriptures together. I said to him, I said, you see, do you believe Jesus died for your sins? He said, yes, sir. You believe Jesus died on the cross, rose again? He said, yes. You believe that his blood washed your sins? Yeah. You believe in the Son of God and he came in the flesh, died on the cross of God? He said, yes. Ah. I said, ah. Shake my hand. He said, thank God. It is where? He said, why? sir? I said, you see, if Jesus comes today, eh, we are together. He said, even if we don't know, eh? don't worry, even if you no don't know that you are holy now, okay, it is your, if you don't know, don't worry, I know, I know for you, okay, so he said, uh, so we don't need to talk for that. He said, hey, you understood now, he said, yeah, but let's look at scripture together first, we have a reason why we are doing all this, Ephesians 2, are you there, look at this, he said, and you as he quickened who were dead in trespasses? And since wherein in time past you walk according to the course of this world, according to the spirit of the, as wo- uh, um, the, the spirit of the, of the air, the spirit that now walk in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had a conversation in time past in the laws of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of our flesh, and of the what? Mind. Of the mind. And by nature the children of wrath, even as others, pay attention to those tenses, past tenses, okay? Verse 4, but God, who is rich in mercy... For his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we're dead in sins, are quicken us, what? Together. Somebody said together. Yeah. So don't, let's, let's put our, you know, we put it there and we go to um, Romans 2, uh, Romans chapter 5. Oh, so many scriptures to read today. So please, you're going to flip a lot of scriptures, okay? Romans uh, chapter, chapter 6, Romans and chapter 6, are you there? Romans chapter 6, verse 11. That's what we looked at yesterday. Romans 6, 11. So look at what he says. He said, likewise, everybody, you see, likewise, he said, reckon you also yourself to be what? To be dead, in, indeed to sin, but alive unto God. So when Jesus died on the cross, we died with him. We, we, de- we, were, we, are, we were dead together. Amen. So flip back again. Flip back to Romans, uh, sorry, Ephesians, quickly. So Ephesians now. Ephesians and chapter 2, verse 5. He said, Even when we're dead in sins, I've quickened us together with Christ. By grace are you saved. And He has what? A He has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. So you see, in Christ. So He said, Oh, oh look at, look at. He said, He asked, pay attention to those thesis. Pay attention to that. He said, When we said we were quickened together. So when Jesus rose from the grave by the glory and the spirit of God, the Bible says we came out of the grave together. Okay? And the Bible says, after having raised us together, look at that, he put us together, made us do what? Sit together. Where? In heavenly. He said made. He didn't say, look at it. He did not say, um, he will be raising us up together. And we making us. He didn't say we be. He said he made us. Are you getting my point now? So he made us sit together. Where now? Not you are. You are not going. You are not going. Amen. You are not going. We are. So in the resurrection of Jesus, we were made together. We were. We died together, and we rose together, and we are seated. Together in the heavenly, what happens to people that died now in Christ Jesus? For example, if somebody dies now and the person is a believer, what happens to the person? Is this flesh that comes off the person? now realize where you know. In, you know, for example, all this teaching we are doing. You know, where you know, our tongue, our you know, our throat is. We have you know, expanded our throat to communicate the concept. It is because of our mind, and this body. Your spirit, your new creation spirit, already knows this. Your new Christian spirit already know that you are the rational of God. The confusion is just between your mouth and your mind. The spirit is certain. So when the man dies now, he dies in Christ Jesus, the person sees himself in the heavenly. Okay, because that's all he has always been. So he's not qualified to be there. Okay, but that's just by the way. That's just by the way. So we're not going there today. So, and as raised, somebody said somebody I'm raised together with him. Together. Yes, he said, we are raised up together. And he made us sit where together in heavenly places. So, but this is it. When Jesus went to the cross. Okay, another one again. The choir was singing something earlier about, you know, you know, the blood of the lamb and all these things. For example, if we flip through the book of Revelation. Okay, let's look at that. Let's look at Revelation. Revelation. Ah. I hope I did not miss Revelation and chapter. Now let's do chapter 4. It's 4, Revelations 4. Amen. We're doing 4 and 17. Are you with me? Revelations 4 first. Okay. Look at that. He says, Are you there? Revelations and. Okay, let's do Revelation chapter 5. Thank you. Yeah. He said, and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written wherein, uh, written within a what? And on the back side, sealed. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to lose the seal. And no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither on under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. I wept so much because. No man was found worthy to open and to read the book. Are we following everybody? And you know the book is not Bible, okay? Okay, good, thank you. You know, I I have to say, now some of us are laughing, but I have to say it's very ridiculous. I've seen people who thought it was Bible. It's ridiculous. I mean, even in the slightest sense of, you know, even if you have, you know, IQ of two, Honestly, if you have IQ of two, you should be able to understand. I mean, not only no, no, understand, just know that this, this can be Bible because it's in the Bible. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I mean, for example, you know, I heard somebody say, somebody said, if Paul and Peter could read King James, why shouldn't we? So, you know, those type of things, you just walk away. Amen, <laughs> <laughs> I sorry, I'm sorry. But we just walk away. Yeah, because you, it's not as if you don't, want, you don't want to walk in love, but where are you going to start from exactly? How are you going to, Why are you going to begin it, okay? So, but let's just, just, let's just continue, all right? So, um, no man in heaven, yeah, let's jump. And verse 4, and I wept much because no man is found worthy to open and to read the book neither to look thereon. And no man, and no, uh, and one of the elders said unto me, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to lose the seal, I mean the seven seals thereof. And I behead, so immediately I behead, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as it had been slain. So, uh, so, so, just to help us a little bit with the book of Revelation, is not a book of the future, okay? Uh, it is the revelation of Christ, okay? So if you look at, he said in Revelation chapter 1 verse 1, it's a revelation of Jesus that God gave unto him. So the book of Revelation is a book of Revelation of Jesus. It means something is unveiled. And, And if you read, are we together, everybody? And if we read in the book of Revelation, you see that most of the stuff there are spirit, in the spirit, in the spirit. For example, the man of God will say something, and immediately I was in the spirit. I was in the spirit. It's a clue for us. So because... When there is a spirit thing, okay, spirit, like, it's not, it's not big deal. See, everybody, all of you are sitting there. Yeah. I mean, you believe Jesus died for your sins, yeah? You are in the spirit, yes, okay? So it's not like, okay, wow, well, spirit, spirit. It's not, you know, somebody, ah, I was in the spirit. Then they, you are, see, yes, I'm in the spirit. You are in the spirit. So it's not, Are we together, yeah? It's, there's no special clock to be in the spirit the most the special clock is are you able to explain Christ? Are you going to try to say yeah? The other one said praise God are we together everybody? Yes, the other guy said it was in the spirit he saw a light coming down. Fine. Explain Christ. If you cannot explain Christ. Shh, are you going okay, to try and say yeah? Christ is the message. So better still in the spirit Remember when the Bible says, uh, you know, know, when, when, when John was in the Spirit, he said he saw Jesus, saw the Son of Man, the likeness of the Son of Man. He said, I'm he that was and is and is to come. So there is a concept in the Spirit, and I want you to just understand this. In the Spirit, there is no time. So the Spirit is not bound by time. Okay, so if I am caught up in the Spirit now and I see things, It does not mean what I'm seeing is what will happen. It must be spelt in what I am seeing. That in time, are we together? That in time, this is what will happen. Now, but if you come up in the spirit and you see visions, see revelations, you see things, what you see in the spirit could be what has happened or what is happening or what is going to happen because it's in the spirit for example the book of genesis was written by moses isn't it that how did moses write how did he write genesis 1.1? in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and there was form and void and the lord said let there be light and this is and i saw this this and you know uh, there were gardens and all these things and there were two trees you know and all these things because he was in the spirit. Moses came almost 1,005 to 2,000 years after that thing he wrote down. So he wrote Genesis, what well, was not there. So how did he do this? He was in the spirit. So in the spirit, he went 2,000 years and he saw stuff. So he saw how creation, how things were made. Okay? And as he saw it, he wrote them down. So it was in the spirit. That's why we told us about the, you know, the two trees in the garden that were born out of visions. It's not apple trees and all that. It was just explaining Christ. And the same way too, he wrote about Melchizedek meeting Abraham, bringing the you know, wine and bread. So it was Moses' way of symbolically explaining Christ. That Moses, that, Abra- that Melchizedek came to preach Jesus to Abraham. Okay, but that's just by the way. So this is just, we just want to establish this. Are you following everybody? Don't get lost, don't get lost, don't get lost. So this is it, Holy Spirit, help us. This is it. So when you're caught up in the Spirit, so when you read the book of Revelation, these are the things that you're seeing there. So the guys went to the Spirit, he saw books that were sealed, and suddenly the lamb was slain. It was in the midst of the throne. The lamb was slain. See, this is it. In In the heavens, Jesus Christ is not a lamb. In the real sense of it, is not four-footed, and with seven horns. No, it is a spirit explanation. So don't just get those images out of your mind. Okay, get this. So it is what we saw. In summary, what is saying is this: the Lamb crucified opened the seal. So in Jesus' death, the book was. Who is the book? Jesus. Who is the Lamb? Jesus. The seven spirits all wrapped up in Jesus. Everything. Because it's the revelation of Jesus. But that's just by the way. Huh. Amen. Alright. So look at Revelation again. Revelations 14, uh, 17. I think I am I, don't, I hope I did not miss this verse. Revelation and chapter uh, I think it should be Amen. Yeah, chapter fourteen, Revelation fourteen. I would have loved to read so many readings. Like for example, if you read uh, uh, um um forty six, for example, he said, I saw another angel flying, you know, flying in the midst of heaven, having everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell. Now, the angel is having everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. The gospel, amen. Are we together? You Just to help us, it's not something that will happen. Like, the, the, the angel angel is not coming to, is it, just, okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So yes, so the angels got some everlasting gospels, and you know, came to preach to every nation and everything. It was just talking about even we that preach the gospel. That's what it is. In summary, it was an endorsement, an approval of preaching the gospel. Okay? True. So it was an endorsement of approval of preaching the gospel. That's just by the way. What time and when is that going to be? It has been. It has been been. It is now. We are still preaching the gospel. Are we together here? But let's just jump because of our time. I don't want things to be too, you know. I want it to be a little bit simple for us. So let's jump to verse. Um, verse fifteen. Are you there? And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice, to him that sat on the on the cloud. Okay, okay, fourteen. Amen. Are you there? And I looked and behold a white cloud. And upon the cloud, one sat like unto the son of man, having on his what? A head, golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple crying, so he saw one that looked like the son of man, isn't it? The another angel came. What is he saying? Crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the throne, on the cloud, trust in the sickle and reap. For the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the heart. Is right, of the earth is right. Remember when Jesus said the harvest is plenteous? Yes. Okay, and all these things that laborers are few, thank you. So you're catching this. So it is in the spirit, it is not what we be, it is what has been yeah. in this context. So when you read the book of Revelation, what is in the book of Revelation is what has been, what is being, and what will be. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. So when you are reading it, so if this is it. When you are reading it, you, you, you must have read Matthew. So you must have read the entire gospel and the epistles to understand Revelation. So Revelation, the interpretation of the book of Revelation is not in isolation to the other books. It's not a book of prediction. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. Including the numbers but I want you to catch something here. Look at it again. So he saw the one who sat on the clouds. He has a sickle and the angel said, trust the sickle into the harvest. Are you following me, everybody? Okay, look at what he says there in verse 18. And another came out from the altar, which has power of fire, blah, blah, blah. Trust in the sharp sickle and gather the cluster of vine on the earth for the grapes are fully ripe. And the angel, what? Trust in the sickle into the earth and gathered the vine of the earth and cast it, what? Into the great winepress of God's wrath. And the winepress, I wish to get everybody verse 20. Let's read verse 20 together, everybody, want to go. And the winepress was trodden and blood came out of the winepress even unto the horse's bread by the space of thousand and sixty long. All those ones, let's forget about the numbers now. Don't get yourself confused. So remember Hebrews 13 12? Remember Hebrews 13 12, everybody? Could you read Hebrews 1312 quickly? We just wanted to see something. Hebrews 13:12 said that Jesus Christ, he says, wherefore Jesus also, that he must san- that he might what? Sanctify the people with his own blood, suffer without the gate. Now, but, but it will this is it. So Without the city. So Jesus was crucified outside the city. So what we saw in Revelation chapter 14 was an explanation, an approval in the spirit of what was going, what is transpiring in that time being. Okay, we look at the wine press, okay? Okay, there's a wine press story again in the scripture. I think it should be, uh, I think it's in Luke. Uh, there's another wine press story in uh, Okay, let's read. Let's see Luke. I think I'm right with that. Praise God. Are we together? Okay, open your Bible too. Let's see. Um, Isaiah. 63. How you following everybody? So we're gonna go back again to this. So Isaiah 63, verse 3. Is that right? Yes. I was gonna make some descriptions of this a while ago. Okay. Oh my goodness. Ah, okay, we'll try. So he said, Who is this that comes from Edom with thy garment from Bosra? This is the glorious, this is glorious. This is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength, I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thy apparel, and thy garment uh, like him that treaded in the wine fat? Okay, look at what he replied when the question was asked him. Okay, he says what? I have trodden the winepress alone, and all the people that was there was none with me, for I have treaded in my anger and trampled them in my fury. And their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garment, and I will stain all my raiment. Now for the day of vengeance in my heart, and the year of the redeemed is is come. Now the concept of this, the concept of the wine press is this. What we are trying to say in short is this. That what Revelation was explaining, Revelation 14 verse you know, down, it is the crucifixion of Jesus. Yes, that on the cross, there was a treaddening, or there was you know, the wine press was trodden, Is there anything like that. Okay, the tread, the wine press. So the entire wrath of God in quote was poured on Jesus in the wine press. Are we together, everybody? You gotta catch this. So it was poured on Jesus, including God's predisposition to sin. So this is it, God has never overlooked anyone's sin. And God will never overlook your sin. He will never do that. He has never done that. What God did for sin was to pay for sin. Are we together here? God did not. He has never. Sin is sin and it must be paid for. And the payment of sin is what Jesus did on the cross. By treading the winepress. And causing the winepress of God's wrath. So it was poured and emptied on the man of Calvary. On the cross, he trod that wine press outside the gate. Are we together there? So Jesus Christ paid for sins. So that's what we said earlier. We said yesterday that he was crucified for our sins. He died for sins once. Amen. So somebody says, what about the sin I have not seen or the sin I have seen? Romans chapter 4 verse 25. He says this. Everybody, are we together? Yes. Romans 4:25. Romans and chapter 4:25. The Bible says he was delivered for our offenses. So I was talking to somebody, and the person said, uh, "What did somebody say?" I said, uh, "Isn't that the reason why Jesus came?" This is it. You have to catch this. The Bible says, "Whosoever commits sin, is of the devil." Amen. Eh, look here. Whosoever commits sin. Is of the devil. Then the next verse, John, First John three, go there. First John three. My time is fast spent. First John three eight. First John three eight. He says, Whosoever commits sin, is of the devil. Is that what he says? What John three eight? Is that what he says? Okay. He says, Whosoever commits sin, amen. Are we together? Whosoever commits sin, is of the devil. And that says this. He says, For this reason, put it there. Okay, thank you. He that commits sin is of the devil. For the devil sins from the beginning. I think we told us this before, okay? All right, you know, all those stuff, uh, the devil was a good guy, then as was a good guy, then suddenly he began to sin. No, the Bible says, Jesus Jesus said it himself to us, korokoro. he said, Satan is a murderer, he said is a father of lies and a murderer from the beginning. And there is nothing that existed before the beginning, except God, (laughs) hallelujah, so you know, sometimes I like to shock some people with some stuff, okay, so, yeah, uh, you know, I I was seeing, you know, I was reading some stuff this morning, I know, was it this morning, or a few days ago, and and I said, I technically agree with it, when, you know, in my language, uh, the Yoruba for Satan is, uh, yeah, they use issue, okay, they use issue, but it's actually not issue. Okay, he's not Eshu, yeah, because Eshu is one of the deities. So they, they, you know, you, you may think maybe God does not have power against the other ones, against Ogun and things. So they put Eshu, because, you know, that's too glorified. You know, to glorify, that's just way. You know, glorify Eshu, Eshu, okay? Eshu is, you know, he's one of the deities in Yoruba land. Anyone is Tire, Tire. Amen. Okay, you're us. Okay. Satan is Satan. Amen. Are we together, everybody? Satan is Satan. And Jesus, you know, made a public show of them openly. So don't give him too much props. Okay, that's my point. I'm we're not saying, we're not saying, we're just saying, don't give Satan too much props. Okay? That's too much for him. He's a singer. That's too much for him. <laughs> Praise God. I mean, too much for him. Too much, amen. John chapter 8, 44. Jesus says, you are of your father, the devil. And the will of the father, you will do. He said, he is a murderer from the beginning. And here, the apostle says again here. He says, whosoever sins is of the devil. Because the devil sins from the beginning. He had choir, you know. Amen. You know. And when the Bible talks about music in the scripture, for example, if you read about music in the scripture, the father of music is Jubal. Jubal is the father of music. He's a man. He's a human being. He's the father of music. Amen. So don't give him too much props. And there? Uh, amen. You say, you know, when angels sing. You know, that's you know, that's the reason why some people want to go to heaven. Yeah, we'll go be, we'll be singing, we'll be singing praise and worship amen pastor what i'm saying is too much here okay but i deliberately did this for a reason okay he said we'll be singing this is it when you sing now eh god loves your singing now 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 are you trying to say yeah when you worship now god loves your singing i i was describing i was talking to the brothers. that you know somebody said he saw visions literally said he saw visions of heavens and in the visions of heavens, i wish to get everybody in the visions of heavens, they saw streets of gold. He said, No, not streets of gold. He said, They went to a street. As they got to a street, he said, they saw Babadeboye. They saw Babadeboye's mansion. He said, huh? They said, they went to another street. They saw Pastor Kumui's mansion. He said, huh? They saw I, I, I was talking to that brother literally. I said, see. Sí. Amen. You Know what I'm doing. On, let me tell you what I'm doing here. Let me tell you what I'm doing here. I want to challenge all of us to go and read the Bible at home. There's no special streets. There's none at all. It's not in the Bible at all. At all. At all. It's not there. The Bible calls about one street. He said, he saw the city. There is a street. A street in the city. And that street, not earth, a street, is the highway of holiness. Is the cross. He said, the Bible said, narrow is the way. One way. Jesus said, I am the way. It's the street. When you are in Christ, you are in the street. It's simple. He said, I went to some mansion. He said, I, he said someone said, even has to give tight like this. Angels are building blocks, more blocks. He said, for example, you know, as, no, I've heard it before. I've heard it before. You know, even as you win one soul, one soul that you win like this. One block. And when I was growing up, I, I mean, I was motivated by that, because I, I mean, honestly, I was motivated but if you read the book of Revelation, everybody if you read the book of Revelation, it's not there something like, no, no, it's not there, it's not there okay, it's not there why are we doing all these things, so we said this so, uh, 1 John 3, 2 1 John 3, 2, it said, for this reason for this reason, the Son of Man was manifested to do what? to destroy the works of what? of The devil, so look at here, look here, look at so we are rounding up now. We're rounding up, look at everybody. Are we together, everybody? Yes. So the gospel is simple. The reason why Jesus came, amen, is for sin. That is the reason why He came. Jesus came because of your sins, your offenses, He came because of your transgressions. He came because of your iniquity. That is the reason why he came. The Bible says, the Bible says, by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men. Jesus came because of what? Of sin. Remember when the Bible says, for the wages of sin is what? Is death. See, catch this, catch this, everybody. The wages of sin is what? is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So the wages of sin is death. So Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to destroy sin by dying, by paying the wages. The wages of sin is what? Is that? So Jesus paid for it. On the cross, your sins have been paid for. Every one of your sin, everyone every jot. That's why I repeat, I want to say this, you know, when somebody says something, said, oh, uh, Rihanna, or Beyonce, they sold their soul to the devil. Oh, you know, for example, Kanye West. Somebody said, well, Kanye West, for example, oh, because, he, you know, he did a video, I mean, a, a long time ago, I think he did a picture, you know, it was, uh, you know, I can't remember exactly, but it was anti the Christian concept. Okay? So, People say, Oh, this one has sold his soul to the devil. And nobody sells so that you're giving the devil too much praise and worship. Yeah. The devil sells so. The Bible says, fear no one who will destroy um, only your body. I mean, so, but fear him that can destroy both body and soul in air. Who is the only person that can do that? It's God. Don't give the devil too much props. Anyone, any human being that is alive today, that is breathing is redeemable. Anyone, I repeat, even if the person is the person has already said before, said, You see, Jesus is this. No, the person Jesus died for the person. Why Jesus was why Jesus was on the cross, the guy who pierced him, he died for him too. Why Jesus was on the cross, the one who True stone. Say, crucify him, crucify him. He died for him too. Every single don't be too thinking judgmental. Everyone, Jesus died for you. I don't care how stinky. Did you see what we read earlier? He said, I am he that came from Adam. He said, my garment, he said, why is your garment red? He said, I have trodden the winepress alone. And we saw what happened in Revelation. He said, throw the sickle. He said, the angel saw the one in the cloud like the Son of Man with sickle of judgment and all. And he said, throw, sickle is for harvest. He said, throw the sickle in the earth and he threw it in the earth. And he threw it the, he the winepress. He's rotting, he poured it. Are we together, everybody, yes. Yeah? He poured everything on Jesus. He threw everything sins are forgiven already except a man comes out and rejects the gospel. So let's say somebody who, has believed, who thought he has believed the gospel comes out and says, no, Jesus is not the son of God. Hey, that's what we call perdition. That's what we call perdition. Okay, are you getting what I'm trying to say? But everyone is redeemable. So let me shock you a little bit because this is not the standard. Don't worry, don't worry. This, we will do this. We will finish this somewhere. Well. Okay. Somebody who just receive Jesus now. Everybody look it. Somebody who just received Jesus. He believed Jesus is his savior. his master. And now, when he received Jesus, don't forget what we said earlier. Don't forget what we said earlier. When you meet Jesus, the spirit of Jesus in you makes you to walk right before the Father. He does righteous, does righteous, because he's righteous. So he makes you to do right. Hmm. Somebody told me, he said, look here, everybody, look, here, look, here, look, here. look, look. Here. Don't we're going somewhere. He says this. Somebody said, Well. Where? He said you have to be holy before you can be the father. Yes, you have to be holy. Amen everybody, you have to be holy. but this is the point. What is the definition of holiness? What do you okay, look here, look here, everybody, look here. To be holy, I have said I will say it again, to be holy does not mean white. That's not what holiness is. And what I say, Mentality, you know, if the problem is most of the time this problem comes, maybe comes from Africa, I don't know, or maybe it's also in your country because, you know, oh me, yeah, oh me, la, la, you know, others, you know, the white, white, ah, look at it, five ways white. Holiness is not white. Holiness simply means separated. And this is it, you can be more holy, but you have to get something here. For example, now, even as I'm pastoring here, eh? Yes, I am holy. I know. There's a level of holiness, not because I'm pastoral, but there's a level of holiness that I have. But for pastoring, there's not okay. Okay, look at now. I am serving as a pastor. I am even still doing restaurant. I am still going to, you know, do finish I or finish school. So at least the holiness will increase more. Now, <laughs> this is this you have to catch what I'm trying to say here. I know people. I, had a fr- I have a friend who left, who went from South Africa, sold all his properties, everything, and went to Armenia to preach the gospel with his family. I said, We, we met here. I said, What? This is another level of separation. Only simply means to set apart, to, be, to set something apart. For example, when you say God is holy, you're not saying you're allowing God because he is set apart. Okay, this is it. So, so for example, if you go to the market, if you go to market to buy two buckets, you bring the two buckets home. You take one to the toilet, take one in in the kitchen. You put water, put water. When you want to drink water, you drink it from the one. You put in the kitchen. The one in the toilet, you don't want to drink it. But you went to the same market. Yes. But who did the separation? You. You made one. You set it apart. That is only but holiness. Is you are not the one doing holiness. He is the one doing the holiness. Yes. Yes, Colossians. Colossians. Look at the Colossians. Colossians. Colossians two. Because we are catching it here. That's why we we'll, we'll combine everything together now. Colossians one. Look at the Colossians. Are we together, everybody? Yes, Colossians one, verse twenty-two. Colossians one twenty two. Don't forget what he did with the white press. Please, you have to read this so that you don't get angry at me. It's not me. I'm just quoting scriptures. Now, Colossians one uh, one verse what? One twenty two. Colossians one twenty two. Look at what he says. He says this about what? In the body of his flesh don't forget what did he do on the cross the wine press he took the wrath against sin everything he destroyed sin in the body of his flesh on the cross he was delivered for our offenses in the body of his flesh through death to present to you holy so look at don't forget what did I say who does the presentation So you go to the market. You say this bucket is for drinking water. So the one who is doing presentation. So what is doing? What operation is doing the presentation? The cross. So when you say, Lord, I believe you died for me on the cross. What are you doing? You are accepting the presentation. So in other words, you are now presented what? Holy. So this is the point. As you are seated here, if you believe the gospel, you are holy. So that is, that is one level. Now, among the holy ones, now, so that's why people look at it. Just look at it. You know, when you say, you have to be holy, yes. So I told the brother, I said, Are you holy? He said, No. He said, I laughed. You are holy. You just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I told him, because it's not an argument. For example, are you holy? He said, no. he said, No. He said, I don't think so i said okay do you believe jesus died for your sins he said yes he died on the cross he said yes he rose again yes you believe in your heart not your head though hearts that yes have given out to the lord he said yes oh. don't worry you are holy i will treat you as such hebrews 3:1. the writer of hebrew said holy brethren sorry you give me we'll, we'll finish to God. in sister program we'll finish by um 145 okay not the message but the service all right Please forgive me. Forgive me. All right, because we just have to catch this. All right. Are we together, everybody? Yes, now, he says this. He says, what, what, what was I saying? Holy he said, Hebrews 3.1. He said, wherefore. So the writer was saying, wherefore, holy brethren. I was saying, so just imagine. Imagine. You go to Agege. Or you go to, you buy bread from Daraton. bread. You tear it. And I put wine that you buy. I said, "This is holy communion." You see, people don't have problem calling bread holy, but they have a problem calling themselves holy. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's because it's because you have a problem with redemption. Bread, ordinary bread, flour, flour. You put yeast. You they didn't even put yeast. Let's remove yeast. You put flour. You put wheat. You mix water. Do, do, do like this. Is that? And Jesus did not die for bread. And this is it. But Jesus died for you. So this is it. If you have acknowledged the death of Jesus, not in your head, but in your heart, the Bible says you are presented what? Holy. So like I said earlier, there's a different depth to holiness. So now that you are holy, there's another level of holiness. When you set yourself apart for the work, so for example, you consecrate yourself for the work. So it's simple. So now that I've been holy. Now you see something, some of that's what I say. Some of us, you see, some of us now, some of you, you are holy. But for example, I, some of us have separated ourselves to ensure that we answer the call and run the race. Okay, that's another depth of holiness. It does not mean that you are not holy. But that's another degree of holiness. Are you going to try to say yeah? So that's why in this work of faith. You will always keep moving to a different level of holiness. As you grow in faith, you will be increasing daily, your holiness. As you grow in the knowledge of God's word, the Lord will begin to commit things to you that will demand your separation. Okay, are you going to try to say yeah? It's important. That's what holiness is. Say, I'm holy. holy. But this is what happened In the body of his flesh, through death, he said, without holiness, no man shall see God. Yes, it is true. Without separation, without the cross, no one can see him. Yes, no one. Are you going to to say yeah now? Without holiness, yes, we've got it now. Because it was that scripture was calling those that have not even believed the gospel. He yes, yes, said that you come. Because without this separation, what do you call? When, do you, when you say you are the church, what do you think you mean? The word church, it means what? Ecclesias. It means the called out ones, the separated ones the holy ones that's what it means that's what it means that's what it means when you say we are the church of god the last scripture that I'm going to read I think so hebrews chapter 1 I believe so amen I think so so don't forget when jesus died after his death he was buried and the bible says he was raised again by the power of the Father, from the, by the glory of the Father, raised from the dead. The sacrifice of Jesus is not child's play. Jesus did not come to die as an example. No, he came to die as a substitute. You have to understand that. That his coming was for you. Amen. It's coming, it was for you. I don't care. I don't care who you are. That's what I was talking to somebody in the restaurant a few days ago. I mean, I said, I said, I said, like you, sir. I said, I don't. Okay. There's a guy, you know, some of those guys, you know, in in, in the country. You know, they came to eat, and I, they were, and I said, like you, sir. I I will not be surprised. Even the next five years, you are even serving as a pastor. I will never be surprised. It did not shock me, because I have been seeing the way God works. You know, some people that you think, I look at this person, ah, bad boy. Oh no. And you that have been pointing fingers, you'll be so surprised that that person will come and teach you yes, Christ. Yes. And you'll say, look at I know and pride will not in. Pride because you don't want to want to hear him. Because you because you know his past. So you don't want to hear him. Meanwhile, the guy is carrying grace. And you are missing your miracle. And God has, you get from It happens. It's happening in life, really. Real life, real life. People are losing their miracles because they already underestimated that God can never use this person. And now God now using that person. And the person is carrying. It. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, hey. yeah. Amen. I've seen it. It happened to me. Me, me, me. Me, it happened to me. All the guests I was shaking. <laughs> I was toasting guests. Every, all around. All of them. Now, and I, I now God the gospel. And now borrowed megaphone. I started screaming on the street. One of them said, How can you be doing? How can me what? <laughs> <laughs> I said somebody die for me. I just said not die. And I thought I was Christian all this while. I didn't know. I saw his death. Kaya. I got my phone, was shouting on the street. Shall, I was shouting on the street with Durag. I told you. With no, with begging because I want I was screaming, screaming. I said, yeah, I someone said, I said, not all of us will go to hell. Not all of us. I mean, we were. I, I just started preaching the gospel, started preaching, I telling them about the gospel. That's the way it is. The fire will just keep burning in you. So all of them left me. They left me. They said no, no, no. They, of course, because we are not going to be saying the things that we used to say again. You know, they will be talking, you know, rubbish. You know, talking, you know, bad, bad things. I won't be saying it again. I cannot be saying. It's not. I'm not trying not to say it. But there's a life at work in me now. You will not want to make me to say it. Are you going to try and say, yeah, let's say we used to steal before together. But now the life of God is at work in me. See, it is not me trying not to steal. It is the life of God in me. That shows, it's just, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. Why why, why should I steal now? Because I cannot. Because now the only thing that you are thinking about is salvation. It's salvation. That's the way it works. Amen. Redemption. Look at this, Hebrews. Hebrews 1, he says this. He says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners has spoken in time past unto the fathers by the prophet, as in these last days, spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Oh, God. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and appointed all things by the word of his power, when, let's read this together, everybody, when he has by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of majesty on high, when he has by himself purged all our sins. He, he's not, he's not saying, well, is he passing, he's talking about why are you doing all these things to yourself? He says sins. I want to ask you, even the word you are, you that are talking asking questions, is it passing? Were you born 2,000 years ago? Everyone sitting here. there's nobody that is over 2,000 years there. Nobody is over 2,000 years. The max, the max, except to die. The max, the max, the max, maximum, yeah. Let's just say it's 100. 100 years old. It means that the sin, let's say the sin you seen 100 years ago, the death that cleansed that sin happened 2,000 years ago. Are you going to try and say, yeah? So it's the same effect. It's the same effect every time hallelujah, but this is the catch there the Bible says after he had by himself purged our sins, what did he do? he sat down, because there's no need to stress again he has done all he needed to do he purged our sins, my sins are purged oh my sins are purged so what do we do now? after that our sins are purged the Bible says we are seated together with him in the heavenly places where he seated We are seated together so you do you start acting like somebody that that is seated and I want to leave us with this everybody look here this is it anytime anytime you are faced with a challenge or with a weakness make sure that your redemption your redemptive reality is louder than your weakness I repeat make sure make sure that your redemptive reality is what louder than your weakness Somebody tells you that, see, you started ministry, but you can never make it. Or, you know what I mean, make it, in the sense that, you know, now, you know, you can never, just whatever, I don't know how to put it. Whatever, whatever the devil is trying to say, you say back. Amen. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. If your body, your body, your body is saying that, see, you have a, a, a cardiomyopath. Oh, all kinds of diseases, whatever kind of disease, your body saying, oh, this is cancer, for example. Cancer, cancer, the doctor says it's cancer. Make sure that your voice is louder than the cancer. Yes, sir. You must increase the volume. You have to increase the volume. Don't make sure, for example, they already said that you are a failure, you can never amount to anything. Make sure that you respond. Make sure that your volume is what? Is louder. And those reports, it has to be that's the way it works, that's where you yank it out because what you are seated in heavenly places. Take my Bible when the Bible talks about heaven, when the Bible talks about heaven, yeah, the Bible talks about a place of authority, that is where you are seated now, amen. Say, I'm seated together with Christ Jesus in heavenly places, say, I died with Him, say, I live with Him now. Say, Christ in, me Christ in me is glorious. Is glorious. Say, Christ in, me Christ in me is the hope of a greater glory. Say, I'm alive, I'm alive in God. I'm alive. Say, I am the righteousness of God. Say, my sins are forgiven me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, in the, of in the body of his flesh. Through death, he has presented me. Has presented. Did you see that? I did not present myself. Say, he has presented me. Has presented. Holy... Only. unblameable, unblameable. In, his in his sight. Look at that. He's not saying in another person's sight. In his sight. So I don't care the way anybody sees you, okay? So somebody may see you because you are wearing, you know, somebody wear gold, you know, gold chain and all this stuff. Uh, look at this. Place. No, God sees you separately. He sees you as holy. He sees you as accepted. Amen. You know, people have different standards. If As I'm talking to you now, as you are talking now, you are a sinner. In the eyes of some people, you are wearing gold wristwatch. Whether fake or real, you yeah, are wearing God's resorts Amen. So, in their eyes, you may not be holy. Amen. But the Bible says, in God's sight, God has a sight. He said, In his sight, he said, You are holy. Hallelujah. You are said. you are presented holy and acceptable. In his sight, say I'm accepted. I can't hear you. Say I'm accepted. Say the life of God is at work in me. In the name of Jesus. Say, resurrection is a work in me. I want you to turn it to prayer. Turn it to prayer. Turn it to prayer. In the name of Jesus. Turn it to prayer.